0: Hey, happy Wednesday, Jocelyn Parkhurst here. And this is a coffee talk number 30. Can you believe it? That's a celebration day. (laughs) Um, And my question for today is, you know, what do you do when things just seem to keep stacking, right? Especially if they're stacking in the way that is just making more stress rather than stacking in the way of, you know, all the good stuff. But You know, really the key for that is while the bad stuff might be stacking, the good stuff is stacking, too. It's just a matter of changing focus. But to go back to the negative stacking um, and, and where it can take our minds to is that we start feeling like, you know, why is this thing happening? Why is this thing happening to me? Why is this? Oh my gosh, it's another thing. (laughs) The weather's still bad. (laughs) Uh, You know, all these things stack. And then there's that one more thing that just seems to come on. And it's, you know, something that I'm really kind of, you know, been, I've had to struggle with this kind of stacking where it seems like more and more stress, the things we have to deal with uncertainty, you know, we've all felt that of course, these last couple of years. Um, And then as right now with, with all these things that I'm doing, as I mentioned in my last coffee talk, you know, I've, you know, I'm, I'm working on transitioning out of academia into, you know, personal development, lifelong coaching kinds of things. And also um, my Turkey mama wasn't feeling well, but, the clouds outside you know it's been very gray a lot then also just other kinds of stress things that going on with the family and with the ex and with the house and and so i started feeling you know i, I would do the things that would get me up although i was in a little bit of a funk so i did those things that helped me get out of it and yesterday i was feeling you know pretty good But I also had to go and get an ultrasound done. so Because one of the things that was stacking has to do with my health. And I had found a little nodule, well, a little bump on my neck right here. And I would probably be now about a month and a half ago, I I found it and then rather than stressing about it, immediately the next day I went into the urgent care place because it was gonna take months to see my regular doctor. And I went in and talked to them and they said, well, it might be a thyroid. It might be, you know, just a cyst. And so then they made an appointment with the ear, nose and throat guy. And that took about a month to get in. And I saw him last week and he said, I think it's just a cyst. You know, they did the whole thing where they put the camera down through your nose and down your throat and everything and everything looked good from that side. So he, but he said, let's just be sure. Let's, let's send you to, to get an ultrasound. So they did an ultrasound and Then they started waiting, you know, they hung out there for quite a while, you know, there's a couple of them, and they were chit chatting, and I could tell that they were talking about something, but they were trying not to talk about it. (laughs) And so then my doctor called me, boom, immediately last night, and said, hey, you know, there, it is a nodule on the thyroid, Um, uh, that's, you know, a a thyroid nodule, Um, and I'm gonna, you're gonna, I'm gonna have you go in and get a biopsy. So I'm in this in-between place where, you know, it is, I know that it's not just a cyst, it is a a thyroid nodule. But I did my research. (laughs) It's fairly common, and very rarely is it cancerous. So but your mind, your mind goes to places that is the worst case scenario. (laughs) But that goes back to our focus, what are we going to focus on? Where as Tony Robbins says, where focus goes, energy flows. Immediately, I started working on doing things that would move me away from the fear side of the situation and into feeling more like I had at least control over where I was, how I was going to deal with it through my mind. So I sat down and I did some active meditation, sending healing energy to myself. And then later on, I did a quiet meditation, doing the same thing. I have a little rose quartz thing I can hold and I just was putting it there, pulling out negative energy, putting in all positive healing energy. And putting myself in my mind in a beautiful state and, and accepting the healing energy from the universe. Now, who knows, right? We can all have different beliefs about stuff, but why not believe the good stuff, right? <laughs> so in doing that this morning, you know, I will say that last night it was a little hard getting to sleep. <laughs> Sometimes I have those nights anyways where the thoughts just go around and around in your, in the head, right? I'm sure that you've been there too they thought you're laying down, you know, and the thoughts are just going and going. <laughs> it's like, how do you stop them? Uh, I will start to do I will start to do my my med- active meditation phrase over and over again in my head or I'll breathe. I'll do the four count, breathe, breathe in for four count, hold for four count, exhale for four count. Um, I will work at doing things that try to take my mind off of whatever it is that is cycling through my head. Um, and and I just sat there sending healing thoughts to myself, just healing thoughts. Uh, and then eventually, since I wasn't, it was, you know, about an hour and a half in and I still wasn't asleep, I got up and I just I just decided to distract my game, my my brain by playing um, spider solitaire. <laughs> and I won a game. So <laughs> After that, I was starting to feel pretty sleepy and I laid down and indeed I went to sleep and I slept fairly well, got up a couple times, but immediately went back to sleep. So, but when I woke up this morning, I just started sending gratitude out and uh, my, I was, I felt so good this morning, even though there's still that uncertainty, right? There's still that, that the part that I can't do anything about until after the biopsy, the uncertainty of where I'm at is, is there, but how I deal with that is totally up to me. So I can – what what it made me do is – and this gets to my my study this morning that I did. I, I picked up a video from Dean Graciosi, um, and it was um, – three secrets to destroy laziness and procrastination. And when you start to think about the impermanence of life, right, the possibility of death, which I'm not going to go there, but <laughs> we all are going to die sometime. No day, no, tomorrow is not promised to us. All we have is this moment today, right now. And, you know, that that thought came back to me. So it's like, okay, well, what am I going to do with today? And suddenly that urgency came back to me. And in that came excitement, Right. And, and now I have a plan for today on how I'm going to bring beauty to my home and to my outside work on my um, the, the PDF book that I've been working on for my my new uh, love me course. Um, uh, that's going to come after the seven day challenge. And it, it started to create that urgency. But what Dean talks about is one if you're you're if you feel like some, you know, you're procrastinating or something's holding you back. There's three things we can do. One, take in an, an action audit and where are we? What is holding us back? What beliefs might be holding us back? And write that down. Figure out what those beliefs that might be that are right, that, that are holding us back. And then on a piece of paper, write down if you don't um, uh, write down what ha- what has not taking action up to this point cost you in that inaction. And then write down what would be the cost if you didn't take action five years from now, right? If you didn't take action now, what would be the cost accumulated over five years? So that was one. And then, um, uh, Oh, I I kind of mushed two together. Action audit. You know, ethically bribe yourself. Leverage. Um, He does talk about five years. Get disturbed with pleasure. And then two was write down on a piece of paper, you know, where you are now and what does it cost you? And if you don't take action, where will you be five years from now? And then three, overcoming the fear of success you know for fear can often make our focus go into other places and this is you know one of the things that really hit with me today you know is is where are my fear beliefs holding my back holding me back and it's okay right he also talks about be kind to yourself don't beat yourself up if you you know have been in a place where you haven't been your best self where you haven't been in a peak state where you might not have you know been accomplishing all the goals that you wanted to achieve in the moment and you know that's okay it's okay for us to be in these moments our lives kind of go up and down and sometimes we're at that peak state sometimes we're down and the key is is when we're when we're heading downwards is to get ourselves back up again quicker and that's having those tools in our toolkit. And one thing we can ask ourselves is what tools do we have? When I started going through my, my separation last year, I thought about that a lot. What tools do I have in my toolkit and how can I get more tools? And so this last year and a half has really been about putting more tools in my toolkit for me to be able to bring myself out of the, the the slumps or the funks or the downward movement faster, quicker, um, and more effectively. And that's what I've been able to do. Um, So what he talks about is, you know, giving ourselves when we're in these these downward moments and we're kind of there and we're in these places and we catch ourselves and we say, well, I'm not being my best self. How can I turn this around? We can ask ourselves three questions. What can I learn to help me move out of this? What can I do to move me out of this? And who else can I help? Um, and it all starts with what's in our heads, right? It all starts with how we're deciding the story is about what's happening to us um, or for us. And we can't control the outside circumstances. We can only control our minds. Like I can't control when I'm going to get the appointment to get the biopsy, to get more information, to have a better understanding. I have to live in uncertainty. I can't control that. But I can control how I decide to use it. And so, you know, what can I learn? I learned what I could the most, that getting thyroid nodules is fairly common, especially for women my age. I'm 58. Um, What can I do? I can eat the best that I can for my health to put myself more in an alkaline state so that my body is healthier and more able to heal itself. Um, and what? who else can I help? anybody else that goes through this same thing and I know that there are people out there it may not be a thyroid but it's any time where we have a, a, a diagnosis and there's uncertainty we don't know what's going on and our minds can go crazy and spiral and loop and we can live in fear um, I actually had a friend who had this exact same thing happen to her and she was very fear fearful for a few for a time um, we talked and then we you know she meditated and she was able to put herself into a better place. But I so understand that uncertainty and the fear that comes up with it. But at the same time, if we put enough tools in our toolbox, we have those then to rely on to be able to pull them out. And our friends are, can be some of those tools too. So that is my quick hit. You know, I so understand when fear wants to take over and you've got those thoughts going over especially at night. Um in my free 7-day own your thoughts challenge, I bring up tools to that toolkit. So I hope you will join me. It's in the description the link for it. And be sure to hit the subscribe button and the like button for the for for here. Um, and celebrate life and soar free.